What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. podcast. I am so glad you're joining us today. My name is Abby Wilson and I serve as the director of guest services. If you listened yesterday, you know what to expect. If not, make sure you listen. (laughs) Or maybe they're just not listening. (laughs) Or maybe they're just not paying attention. But as you just heard, um, we're doing something kind of special yesterday and today. Um, I've got with me Cloud. Sup? Hi, Cloud. Um, So we are kind of finishing up chapter five of Ephesians. Yesterday, we talked to the wives and kind of about what their role looks like in a marriage. And today, we're going to be speaking to husbands. So I'm going to be reading our scripture today. This is Ephesians chapter five, and this is verses 25 through 33. Thankfully, Cloud and I both (laughs) love the ESV. So we're just going to stick with that. That's the scripture version that we're, we're going to be like reading from today. We're both podcast regulars. We do a lot of episodes, and we're both reading out of ESV. <laughs> and we both love the ESV. It's just fitting that we would do more episodes why, together. And why would we change the version? And if you didn't listen yesterday, well, one of the reasons we're doing this is to dialogue back and forth, and yes. we kind of talked about that yesterday. Yeah, so we're representing these verses are for wives and husbands. Um, I'm a wife. Cloud is a husband. We are not married to each yeah. other. We both have our own spouses. We're friends and coworkers. We are friends, coworkers, and um, we just like to talk with each other. And yeah. We're planning this episode out for a while and yeah, enjoy it. So yeah, hope so you guys enjoy it too. This is Ephesians chapter five, verses twenty-five through thirty-three. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her, that He might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes it just as christ does the church because we are members of his body Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Mm-hmm. It's a good word. Definitely. And one that, like, as a dude, I'm, and, you know, I'm five years into marriage, so... Guys out there, you probably know a lot more than me, right? <laughs> but this is Paul speaking. This is the word, so it's like... You know, sitting under that. Okay, yeah. where did I fail? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was funny. Brady's mentioned before, he's like, you know, women are often encouraged in church and guys are like, yeah, you have shape up. Yeah. <laughs> so I do kind of feel that as a husband. Yeah. But, you know, the thing you were that, saying yesterday about, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, just in reading through that, if you listen to yesterday or if you know the verses that we're referring to yesterday, a lot of women do. It's saying, wife, submit to your husband. There, there is more to it than that, as we discussed yesterday, so I'd encourage you. We're not going to talk today about yesterday. Right, you can yeah. go back and listen Try to that. To. But in reading these, there is a higher calling on men mm-hmm. as husbands than there is, I think, as women, as wives. Yeah, it's a heavier responsibility. It's a, it's a much heavier responsibility for men that I think that, you know, sometimes we like, 
we don't we don't expect that of men and that is not helpful because they don't rise right yeah. right there isn't we don't put the expectation on husbands in the relationship I think as women we're kind of like okay well I've got to get done I'm gonna take care of the kids I'm gonna make sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to I'm gonna get us to church I'm gonna and we're not expecting that of our husbands and so therefore they don't have the opportunity to fill those shoes yeah definitely and you know when I think about this text I always take it back to Genesis where it's like you know, I think it's pretty common in the culture. People are like, well, dang it, Eve, you messed it up yeah. for all of us. Like, Eve, you you ate the fruit like yeah. like it was Eve's fault, but Adam yeah. was there the whole time. Yeah. And he really committed the first sin of passivity, and yeah. it wasn't Eve. And well, what does God say? Yeah. Adam, where are you? Yeah. And so he is placing that, you know, Eve may have not very helped him rise to the occasion, you know, Hey, well, this fruit looks good. Look, yeah. look good for food. And yeah. I'll be like God. Like she's yeah. not helping him. Right. So she's failing as a helper, but he's failing as the head Yeah. and how to, you know, be that federal head who's representing and caring for his wife, his own body. Yeah. That's something else that, you know, when you just said you're his own body, that is something else that sticks out to me in these verses as the wife represented in these verses that is speaking that the husband should should cherish and and be seen. I, I think about these even like um, that he might present the church, the church to himself in splendor. And if you think about that, if if the wife is the church and the husband is like Christ in these metaphors of Christ is the is the head of the body and the church is the wife. It makes me as a woman and as a wife realize how much um, God cherishes me and therefore how much my husband should cherish me. Yeah, how much more so, yeah. Right. As a a human relationship. Like if you think about some of these words in there, like that she might be holy and without blemish. Think, I mean, Christ put that on for us. Without Christ, we would not be seen as holy and we would be seen with all of our blemishes. Um, because of Christ, we can be seen as holy if we accept him. We can be seen without blemish. Um, we can be presented to the Lord in that way. So again, I think like husbands, like this is just an opportunity for you to really keep in mind of of how you are treating your wife and the role that you need to be playing in your marriage as that head of household, as that leader. Um, and, and that means, I mean, not only like, physically like you are the leader of your home and children but also spiritually yeah i think that's the biggest thing because again like we could go all day talking about the culture stuff but like it it, you may not be the primary breadwinner in your household right and that 1950s archetype that often gets confused for what we're saying the bible is teaching right not necessarily lining up like isn't you know might not be the case maybe you're a husband and like you're disabled Right. You could still be the head over your household, not necessarily, you know, winning the bread money. Right. But spiritual headship. And that's kind of what that's talking about. Yeah. This really is the language of that, you know, cleansed her by the washing of water, you know, present the church with splendor, without spot. That's spiritual language. Yeah. And so I think this is kind of one of those things you hear thrown around all the time. Like guys are, you know, I'm sure Spencer, you know, he's a Marine, right? Yeah. Oorah. Like, (laughs) I'm sure he's willing to, you know, take a bullet for you guys. Right. right. But is he willing to, you know, lay down his life daily for, to put others above himself? Like, that's the whole other battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if Sarah were walking down the street together, I'm like, make sure she's walking on the inside of me. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. So the car hits me first, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's easy. Yeah. But she's like, I want Chewie's 
Well, no, I want blue coast. And <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll, I'll compromise and go Chipotle, but I don't, I'm not a big Chewy's kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> Maybe Sarah you know, like, and I need to go to Chewy's. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, it's like yeah. that yeah. you're willing to die for our, our wives, but not yeah. necessarily die to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing Brady says all the time. He says, guys, you know, you're prepping guys for marriage. He's like, be willing to die for yourself because die to yourself or you'll kill her. Yeah. And, you know, I can think about all the times that I have, you know, young guy in marriage have not done this well. Yeah. And whatever scenario it is, you know, Sarah's frustrated with me and all that stuff. And not necessarily living to all that God has called us to. It's a challenge. Yeah. Not only is it some guys struggle with like passive aggression. Mm -hmm. I know that's a kind of contradiction in terms, but being aggressive with what they want Mm -hmm. and they're passively not leading. Right. 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 But also just straight up passivity you know, where they're just not stepping up spiritually to lead their wives. Well, I even think about like the end of this, of these verses, this is often, I think we often hear this at weddings. Um, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. I don't think we need to, talk about that (laughs) you guys got the picture about the one flesh part right well no so what i'm saying is though when you enter into a marriage like you're both bringing everything into that marriage so you like blue coast and sarah likes chewies somehow that has to meld together i mean all those (laughs) things that you're bringing from your past experience even if you have had you know just this amazing life where you don't have just tons of emotional baggage or anything mm. like that you still have your own like um your own you're setting your ways yeah, yeah like regardless of your age like there are things that you like there yeah, are things that's that called you, selfishness too. your like, expectations yeah. <laughs> and and stuff like that and so there are things that you have to be willing to lay down ah. yeah, sorry about that yeah <laughs> Ugh, guys, I'm right there with you. Okay, you're listening to this podcast. Again, listen, again, I said it yesterday. Um, there's, And I, I said it at the beginning of this podcast. There, there is, I think there is just much more responsibility for men than Agreed. there is for women in yeah. marriage. And this is the part that I said yesterday that I want to repeat again today. As a woman, that doesn't make me feel less than. That makes me feel freed up. Mm, amen. And guys, dudes, like, there needs to be an expectation of how you are treating your wife in marriage and And it's not demeaning and it's not being passive aggressive and it's not my way or the highway or whatever you say, ma'am. Right. Right. It is making sure that you are taking that spiritual ownership of your family, whether that family for you and Sarah, that's just the two of y'all for us, we've got two kids and you know, that is also me as a woman having to say, I'm going to let him lead in this yeah, and not trying to take that on myself. Like how you were talking yesterday, like you feel totally freed up when you're submitting Mm -hmm. and Spencer's leading Mm -hmm. like the way that God has called him to do that. Well, Mm -hmm. guys, like I'm sure you can attest. Maybe your wife is on board with you and she's helping you and she's the helpmate that God's called her to. And she's doing all the things that she's called to, even when you're not perfect. And I think that's the big thing that may you'll run through a wall. Like when you're encouraged to do that that you have that helpmate. And like yeah. we said yesterday, the Holy Spirit's called the paraclete, the helper. Yeah. Like that's imaging God to yeah. your husband and like he should do to you. Yeah. All of these things yesterday and today that we've talked about, like these, we want healthy marriages. Yeah. Satan does not want healthy marriages. <laughs> yeah. And so this is going to be a constant battle. Mm-hmm. Like until Easier we, said than done. Right. Absolutely. Until we are in heaven, this is going to be 
constant, constant battle, things that you're constantly having to check and make sure this is something that, that I spoke about yesterday too. You've got to make sure that you have healthy community around you that is championing, 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 championing. <laughs> Y'all know, let me spell it out for you. Y'all know what Someone's going to like remix this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champion, champion. You need people that are supporting your marriage. Amen. That's what you need around you is people that are going to help build y'all up and not try and tear you down. And, and you know, this is, this is marriage is the example of Christ and the church. This is our example, and this is the base of where it's got to start. If we want to have kids that are that are having salvation and being brought to Christ, if we want to have healthy churches, healthy community, healthy friendships, this is where it's got to start because this is our example that Christ yeah. gave us. It's like the first evangelism yeah. is your marriage and how it looks not only on paper but in the eyes of all oh, the whole culture is watching us. Yeah. So, yeah. And that – is a perfect place to kind of to wrap things up because we were in this un, unsolved mystery sermon series yeah. where it's like, what's the mystery and yeah. talking about marriage. And then he's like, no, I'm talking, I'm not talking about husbands and wives. Yeah. The real mystery is the gospel. And that's what yeah. the marriages of that one flesh union yeah. is merely symbolizing yeah. as a represent representation of. Yeah. And so that I'm like, okay, so how's this practical? He's kind of like giving the old bait and switch. Like, so you're talking about the gospel. Mm -hmm. I thought, you already talked about that for like three chapters, right. okay? But he's like, no, it's the gospel. And he's yeah. like, well, when you think about it, let's go back and read like yesterday's and today's command. Yesterday's yeah. was wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So how does this model the gospel? Well, Jesus died for sinners mm -hmm. even when, when they were sinners. So like wives submit to your husbands not only when he's respectable. Right. And that shows the gospel. Yeah, Men, Ephesians 5 verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Husbands, love your wives, mm -hmm. not only when they're lovable. Right. <laughs> so that's when the rubber meets the road is like when he's not being respectable, are you submitting or like we said yesterday, that disposition of yeah. humility and, and, and humbleness, submission kind yeah. of a thing. And guys like. And she's being a little sassy and you know, <laughs> you know, she's not very lovable today. And like, oh, okay. Like, are you loving her right. through your actions? Yeah. Easier said than done. Right. And yeah. so how we carry that out, uh, you know, after the honeymoon yeah, is what shows the gospel to other people that Christ died for sinners. Yeah. He loves the unlovable, mm -hmm. not to be crass there, but mm -hmm. he loves us when we don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful example. And, um, yeah, it's, it's what we need to be modeling and it, creating healthier cultures, healthier examples for our kids. There's mm -hmm. a whole generation of kids that are coming up that need a good example of what this looks like. And, and in the home, this is the first example that they can have of how Jesus loves them. Yeah. Is is in this way, so I think we're we're gonna wrap it up for today. I got this one quote. A, real okay, quick. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Cloud. Uh, Brady may have already said this. I don't know. I oh, think okay. he said it a couple years ago when oh. he did this sermon on women, you know, marriage and yeah. stuff. But you cannot say often enough that marriage is a model for Christ in the church. Mm. You cannot say too often that marriage is a model of Christ in the church, and that's uh, Noel Piper, John John Piper's oh, wife, yeah. that said that. So. That's awesome. Yep. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Pastor Brady, for also sharing that <laughs> yeah. quote. We're quoting I'm it quoting three times now. quoting that you down. quoted, that you quoted, and <laughs> yeah. So Listen, we hope that y'all enjoyed this. We hope that this encourages you in your marriage. If you have any questions, you're always feel free to, always feel free to reach out. Also, remember, 
Pastor Brady, is, as Cloud said, did just preach on this. Um, so you can always go back to newvisionlife.com slash sermons. Um, we hope that you will join us back tomorrow. We're going to be hearing from Marilyn. And so please join us back. And we will see you next time on the New Vision Podcast. Thanks, Abby. See Bye. you guys. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.